Chapter Twenty Two, Part One of the Story of My Life and Work. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Story of My Life and Work by Booker T. Washington. A Description of the Work of the Tuskegee Institute, Part One the reader has doubtless noted that much space has been occupied in this volume in detailing the history of the tuskegee institute and to the casual reader this may have appeared out of place in an autobiography when it is borne in mind however that the whole of my time thought and energy for the past eighteen years have been devoted to the building up of this institute it will be conceded that in any autobiography of mine a history of the tuskegee institute is unavoidable and necessary when the history of tuskegee institute since its founding until now shall be completely written you will have also a history of my life for the same space of time it shall be my purpose in this chapter therefore to give some definite idea of the extent to which the institute has grown and also to describe with some degree of accuracy the work that is being accomplished there in its various departments agricultural mechanical domestic science nurse training musical bible training and academic as has been said many times before the school began in eighteen eighty one with only the state appropriation of two thousand dollars per annum specifically for the payment of teachers salaries and for no other purpose the method by which we have succeeded in securing the two thousand five hundred acres of land which the school now owns has heretofore been described this land is mainly comprised in two tracts the tract that forms the site of the institute is composed of eight hundred thirty five acres and is known as the home farm the other large tract which is about four miles southeast of the institute composed of eight hundred acres is known as marshall farm upon the home farm are located the fifty two buildings counting large and small which make up the tuskegee institute of these fifty-two buildings alabama davidson huntington cassidy and science halls the agricultural trades and laundry buildings carnegie library rockefeller hall dorothy hall and the chapel are built of brick there are also two large frame halls porter hall which was the first building built of the tuskegee group and phelps hall a commodious and well-appointed structure dedicated to the bible training department the other buildings are smaller frame buildings and various cottages used for commissary storerooms recitation rooms dormitories and teachers residences there are also the shop and sawmill with engine rooms and dynamo in conjunction the brickyard where all the bricks that have been used in building our brick buildings were made is also situated near the school last year alone the brickyard made one million five hundred thousand bricks it is equipped with excellent and improved machinery for brick making and is under the immediate supervision of mr william gregory a graduate of tuskegee the total valuation of the property including the yards and all buildings the home and the marshall farms is placed at three hundred thousand dollars this does not include the endowment fund the agricultural department of the school has as its head 
professor g w carver a graduate of the iowa state university and a man of experience as a scientific farmer and a scientist of no mean acquirements he has eight assistants who help in looking after the divisions of dairying stock raising horticulture and truck farming embraced in this department the state of alabama appropriates annually the sum of one thousand five hundred dollars for the maintenance of an agricultural experiment station in connection with our agricultural department some of the experiments of professor carver have attracted much attention and it is recognized that his conduct of the station is doing much to show what improvements upon the old methods of farming may be wrought by scientific agriculture the department is well housed in a beautiful brick building containing a well-equipped chemical laboratory erected at a cost of ten thousand dollars adapted to the purposes of agricultural experiment and other apparatus necessary for the dairy and other divisions it is through the direction of the agricultural department that the vast amount of farm and garden products used by the one thousand two hundred people constituting the population of the school when in session is grown about one hundred thirty five acres of the home farm are devoted to the raising of vegetables strawberries grapes and other fruits the marshall farm with three hundred fifty acres in cultivation is utilized for the growing of corn sugar cane from which syrup is made potatoes grain hay and other farm products mr j n calloway is the manager of the marshall farm it is worked by student labor from thirty to forty-five boys being employed on it constantly there is also a night school upon this farm for the accommodation of students who work there which is a branch of the main night school at the institute at present the farm night school requires the services of two teachers the marshall farm not only produces a large amount of the farm products that are used by the school and its eight hundred head of livestock counting horses mules cows oxen sheep and hogs but also furnishes opportunity for students to learn the art and science of farming at the same time attending night school and making something above expenses to be used when the student enters day school a large portion of the marshall farm about four hundred acres is utilized as pasture for the dry cows and beef cattle everything grown upon the farm is sold to the school at market prices the expenses of running the farm are also accurately kept at the end of the year a balance is struck last year the marshall farm came out over five hundred dollars a head including in the expense account the salary of the manager the mechanical department of the institution is now housed in the well-equipped trades building recently completed at a cost of thirty six thousand dollars this is known as the slater armstrong memorial trades building it was dedicated and formally opened on wednesday january tenth nineteen hundred and is the largest building on the tuskegee institute grounds it stands between the agricultural building and the new chapel the shape is that of a double greek cross having an open court eighty five by one hundred twelve feet in the center when completed it will measure two hundred eighty three by three hundred feet the main or central portion being two stories high the wings one story this measurement does not include a room for the sawmill which is to come at the extreme rear end owing to the fact that sufficient money has not yet been obtained the rear portion of the building consisting of seven rooms has not been completed 
it is built entirely of brick and contains twenty-seven rooms in round numbers it took ten hundred thousand bricks to construct the building thus far and every one of these bricks was made by students under the instructor in brick-making and laid in the wall by students under the instructor of bricklaying the plans and specifications of the building were drawn by mr r r taylor formerly in charge of the architectural and mechanical drawing department of the institute the general oversight of both the planning and construction was of course exercised by mr j h washington director of industries the interior arrangements of the building are well suited to the teaching of the trades the rooms while varying in size from thirty seven by forty two the smallest to thirty seven by eighty five the largest will average thirty seven by fifty five the ceiling being thirteen feet high on the first floor there are the director's office reading room exhibit room wheelwright's shop blacksmith shop tin shop printing office carpenter shop repair shop woodworking machine room ironworking machine room foundry brickmaking and plastering rooms general stock and supply room and a boiler and engine room the second floor contains the mechanical drawing room harness shop paint shop tailor shop shoe shop and electrical laboratory and a room for carriage trimming and upholstering each shop has a cloak and tool room connected with it better lighted rooms could scarcely be found in any building each shop receives light from two sides and end the office reading room and exhibit room are finished with wainscoting to window sills and plastered from there up and overhead in the drawing rooms the walls are plastered but overhead the ceiling of this room is of yellow pine panelled so as to show design the ceiling is painted white the other rooms are not plastered or sealed but have what is called a yellow ochre finish on the walls the machinery in the building is run by a 125 horsepower engine and 75 horsepower boiler both donated by mr c p huntington of new york each division is well supplied with all of the tools appliances and machinery necessary to its successful working and to the accurate teaching of the trades the director of this large and important department is mr j h washington who has under him twenty-two instructors for the various divisions we believe it is wise to give our girls the most thorough training in all those occupations suitable and adapted to women without in the least neglecting those moral and intellectual powers which elevate any race with this in view we have the following departments for the training of our young women the department for the teaching of the domestic sciences has for its directress mrs booker t washington this department embraces laundering cooking dressmaking plain sewing millinery mattress making horticulture gardening and poultry raising it is in dorothy hall not only are the trades above named taught in this department but the young women under the motherly direction of mrs booker t washington are taught the duties of systematic and orderly housekeeping and duties pertaining thereto the nurse training department is conducted in connection with the school hospital and has for its instructors our resident physician and a competent trained nurse it has not been constituted a separate department but has formed one of the divisions under the director of the mechanical department the increasing demand for trained nurses in the south has necessitated the establishment of a regular training school for nurses 
in connection with the school hospital a complete course of three years has been laid out two years of which consist of daily work and instruction in the hospital and the third year of lectures and bedside instructions while one or two days of each week are devoted to hospital work there are special provisions for those who apply for this department only the school is open also to those who do not wish to follow the work as a profession but desire to know how to intelligently care for the sick the division of music is under the supervision of the director of the academic department and like the nurse training department it has not been constituted an independent department while the study of music has always been encouraged at tuskegee and considerable work has been done we have been able only within the last few years to furnish a systematic and thorough course of study the course in pianoforte embraces four years the institution owns eight pianos two cabinet organs and a library of music vocal music is taught to the classes in the academic department throughout the entire course tuskegee students are famous for their fine singing of plantation melodies and it is the object of the institute to make these old sweet slave songs a source of pride and pleasure to the students there are at tuskegee the following musical organizations a choir consisting of seventy-five voices a choral society consisting of one hundred and fifty voices organized for the study of music from the masters glee club consisting of forty male voices glee club consisting of twenty female voices and a male quartet whose work is to travel in the north the institution maintains an excellent brass band of thirty pieces which is instructed by a competent director employed by the school any student possessing knowledge of wind instruments will be given a chance to enter the band but this knowledge is not essential to membership the band plays every school day morning for inspection and drill one of the most important branches of the music department is the orchestra which consists of fourteen pieces the same rule regarding membership in the band holds good for the orchestra the orchestra plays every weeknight at evening devotions many students who have played in the orchestra have developed into competent musicians the director of the band has charge of the orchestra all students belonging to the orchestra are subject to certain rules governing this organization end of chapter twenty two part one